Thanks for tuning in to your day off podcast, hosted by your boys, Corey and Tony. I think by the end of today, I might have another best friend. They're committed to making you fall in love with the hair industry, one podcast at a time. Uh, you're going to grab a lot of information. Yeah, you're going to learn a lot. Presented by Hair Industry and powered by Schedulicity. Without further ado, should we do? Ladies and gentlemen, this is it. Your day off podcast will begin after a word from our sponsors. What if payment looked this good? And your tips looked even better. Better yet, what if you could do it all by phone? Norm, payment by text for small businesses. Barbers, stylists, massage therapists, facialists, you name it. Available now for everyone on Schedulicity. Norm, the modern way to pay. Welcome to your day off. My name is Corey. And of course, I'm sitting with my best friend Tony. What's up, buddy? What's going on, brother? Well, we're back in studio, so we've uh, we've done our we've done our uh, our travels. Well, almost. We have one more travel this year, but we've done our travels for the year, so now we're back in studio. And you know, it kind of feels nice to be back in studio. I mean, it's great to be on the road, but it's also kind of nice to be back in. It's studio kind of weird well. when you talk like that because even though you're right, we have one travel ahead of us, and that's yeah. this weekend. So by the time this plays. We've already done that travel. Yeah, yeah. So, so excuse what I just said. We've done all of our travel and we're very excited right. to be back in the studios. So, right. Uh, dude, uh, it's been a, a, a fantastic year. Yeah, it really, it really has. Like we talk about, you know, digging deeper and, and making new friends. And, uh, and, and this year we've done both. But today's podcast, uh, we have actually both of those on here yeah we have an old friend and we have a new friend on the podcast today and um you know just for people that are listening whenever we do a live event we always brief and we debrief and and our brief is always like okay our goal this weekend is to dig deeper with the relationships that we have and then to go find a couple more relationships that we can dig deeper with as well so um you know we we, uh we usually do pretty good at that and and that's exactly what happened i guess to, to to back up a little bit. Um, our guest today is both Sam Bia, our old friend who we're going to dig, who we get to dig deeper with, and our new friend, Rachel Heil. Rachel Heil, you've got to get to know this woman. She's doing stuff for the industry that's mind blowing. Um, go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I agree. She not only for the industry, she's she's making changes outside of the industry with the industry. Well said. You know well what said. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. And uh, and the way she's changing people's lives and the way they feel about themselves is, is pretty spectacular. And it's definitely uh, the first time I talked to her and when, when she explained what she does, I mean, it really gripped my heart. And then when you got someone like Sam Via, uh, that's 100 percent backing uh, what she's trying to do, it just you know that it's legit. It's funny, like when you when you meet Rachel, when you talk to Rachel, the first thing you want to ask is how can I be involved? hundred percent. We did that. We, I know. <laughs> we crowbarred our way in. We totally crowbarred our way in. So, uh, you know, the, the best part for me, I don't know about the best part, but the best part for me about live events is, is the opportunities that you get to network, you know, and, and, and truth be told, we met uh, Rachel late one night in a bar and I think she was introduced to, to us by, by, she was introduced to us by Sam. And, you know, what Rachel's doing for the industry is she started this program called the beyond project. And that's kind of what we're here to talk about today because it's, it's 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 a really really special program yeah and what it does it, it, it you know 
she takes the talent of our industry and, you know, it, like this last one we were just at, I mean, you're talking about talent. There's some serious talent in it. At, at this particular event, but, you know, she goes in and takes these people and, and they go change lives They change uh, people's confidence and, and just makes them just, you know, feel, uh, you know, pretty spectacular. Yeah, there's no doubt. I think we get in. Yeah, right. Let's get in. So, Mr. Sam Bia and Rachel, how welcome to your day off. Great to be here with you, Corey and Tony, and I'm excited that Rachel's here. I'm super excited that Rachel's here. I'm, I'm glad we could uh, we could all get together and, and do this. Sam, first off, I, I want to give you a big like heart to heart hug and thank you for for introducing us to Rachel and for introducing us to what Rachel is up to. Um, dude, how'd you guys meet? Actually, you know, it's uh, it goes back. Let me just set you up and, and, and how we got involved and why we got involved. There's this exercise that the team does called bad, uh, bad to brilliant brainstorms. And these exercises are, they're fun team exercises and it's the value of sparking new ideas. And one of the great ideas that came out of that was customer experience where we have a surprise and delight gift item as a bounce back in every shipment. But we also had this other idea of giving back, you know, finding the resource and giving back. It's something I've always wanted to do for about the past five years, but it's about a matter of finding the right one. And when we came to across, it was Katie Gould from, the, from our company that came across Rachel and said, we've got to connect with Beyond Project. You got to meet Rachel. And that's how it came out where she said, this is the project, what it's about. And what I loved about it was, it was not about just giving back. Like, you know, I'm epileptic. So we thought about epilepsy. My dad died from Parkinson's. We looked into Parkinson's, but it was more about something giving back with what we do. And that's with our hands, using our hands. You know, the brand was about ergonomics, about the hands, uh, having issues with the hands. And then all of a sudden it's about what can we do? This project allows us to use our hands and really enhance a person's life. And I'll let Rachel talk all about that. But that's how we met Rachel and why we got involved. Did you guys reach out to Rachel? Yeah, it was the team that reached out to Rachel. Then they started having a conversation with Rachel. Then once they got the conversation pretty much where it was really something we felt we wanted to do. Then they brought me into the picture and said, okay, what do you think about this? And I met Rachel and just fell in love with Rachel for all the right reasons in terms of, you said it so good. What she does outside of the industry with the industry, I think is how you said it, Tony. Yeah, yeah. Rachel, welcome to your day off. And how, how, how let's get into, um, you know, how you got involved or how did you come up with the, the Beyond Project and what it's all about? Yeah, so uh, I became a licensed cosmetologist in 2006. And when I was in beauty school, there was all these volunteer opportunities. And I was thought, oh my gosh, this is so great. I was a big sister in college. I was, I used to tutor uh, ESL students after school, after college. And then as I went to beauty school and this was, I was like, this makes sense. We use the gifts that we have to give back. And then when I got out of beauty school, I realized it was really hard to give back if you're not with a group of individual stylists. So I spent years trying to figure out where, how do we come together as a community of hairstylists, not just like one or even your salon specifically, how do we do it in a bigger scale? And so, um, I did makeover days. I put myself on a foster kids website and I feel like everything fell short. And then I'd research, I'd be like, is someone else doing this? And, um, in 2013, uh, 
through the tragedy of losing my two-year-old nephew, uh, I woke up and I thought, oh my gosh, I want to live my life out with such purpose and such intention. And um, even coming into that, like a child looks at the world with such love and with that such uh, purpose, they don't have any anything holding them back from giving. And so through uh, the Matthew, that's his name, um, in his life, that's where the Beyond Project was about six months after he had passed. I just said, I, I have to do this thing that's on my heart. I don't know what that means. And I started meeting with business owners and um, people in the industry saying, how do I do this? And I, I jumped on a board of another nonprofit called Justice and Soul. They actually have a beauty school out in Cambodia. And, um, learning how to get involved in the industry was just kind of where I started. So yeah, that was in 2015 is when the beyond project was founded. That's amazing. Uh, real quick. We've talked about the beyond project a couple of times, Rachel, can you kind of just give us like, like what's the elevator pitch? What does you kind of explain what beyond project does and how kind of how you've involved in evil involved involved, geez, involved the, uh, the industry. Yeah. So the Beyond Project is really just kind of, you look at it like a, a Uber to uh, the nonprofit agencies or the nonprofit agencies to the stylist. We really are just the bridge between two agencies. Um, we know that they, like there's, there's volunteers already giving back in the industry. What do we, what do they need? Um, trying to also be a bridge between the brands and also the people giving back. So if you have shampoos and conditioners and hygiene supplies, like how do we get that to the stylists out there on the streets giving back? Um, so we really are just a kind of an infrastructure agency to, uh, connect to a, to, two different, um, places that are so separated. That's awesome. Yeah. So I, real quick, I mean, what we did is, um, I want to, I kind of want to get back into your story a little bit, Sam, about how, you know, how your first event went, but, but how we're involved is, is the night before Orlando, premier Orlando, we flew down there and we met Sam and we met Rachel, of course. And, um, and, uh, Chris Benson was in the room and, uh, Laura Reed was in the room. Laura Reed's doing some great, great stuff. Uh, Laura on in the street, Laura in the street is her Instagram. Erica Keelan, Erica Keelan was in the room. Kia Neal was in the room. Um, and, uh, and Krista Shaw, uh, many, many things was in the, in the room. And, and I just say that because we, we went to like a youth shelter. Is that a fair, it's a youth shelter, which are a youth shelter. And we were able to do, you know, makeovers for, 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 you know, young people or youth. It was 18 to 21, right? Right. Yeah. Young adults. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. so we, we were able to go in there. We were able to do makeovers and what was interesting or certainly with my experience is that, you know, before, and I think everybody's feeling, cause I kind of felt the air, like, when we first got there, like everybody was kind of like, they didn't know what they were getting into as hairstylists. They didn't know what they were getting into. And, um, and it was interesting because I, you know, not only were those lives changed, but I felt like our lives were as well. You know, the, these oh, young yeah. people with, with, there was tons of babies in the room, which is my favorite job, by the way, if you ever need me to babysit, I'm your guy, man. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but, but it was like, it, it changed everybody that was there. You know, again, you got people that have been, that have stood on stages in front of thousands of people and to watch like them working with one person and that one person having an impact. It's just like, you know, it, it, it's, it, it's tear jerking in a, in a weird For way. me, what was so amazing is that, the people that were receiving the makeup as young, these young adults had no clue the talent that was working on them, which was beautiful. You know what I mean? Uh -huh. It was just 
a conversation. It was just a makeup. You know what I mean? They, they they didn't know the artist the way we know the artist, right? So it was it was just spectacular to see these 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 hairdressers that that have achieved so much in our industry just giving back and just you know just just doing their thing. Yeah, you know you say just doing your thing, but even for for me again, like I don't. It was fun being in the room. This is just totally selfish, by the way. It was fun being in the room, like watching Sam work as a hairstylist. He wasn't working as a stage artist. He wasn't working as here. I'm, I'm here to I'm here to promote something. Or I'm here to show you something. It was just he was just there. And by the way, for the second time this year, we've got to see Sam do a first a first baby's haircut. We saw it at BTC and we saw it and we saw it at the Beyond Project. But we just got to work with them as hairstylists. And that includes like Kia and Keelan and, you know, the whole, the whole, oh, the whole room. I, I think my one of my favorite moments is being able to collab with Kia. That yeah, was, that was cool. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. You guys got to do a haircut together, which is pretty, pretty dope. Yeah, uh, it was her haircut. It was just, I just did just a small bit, but it was pretty awesome. That's pretty, it, just that whole experience was. Sam, so when you first, when you did your first um, event, is it fair to call it an event, Rachel? Yeah. Yeah, when, we, when you did your first event with Beyond Project, was that in Vegas? It was in Las Vegas and felt exactly what you just said. Didn't know, you know, we got there and you want to do the right thing and you want to participate in the right way. But you don't know once you get there. But Rachel does such a great job in terms of briefing you on what you can and cannot do. Uh, what are the proper ways to be? How are the proper ways to be? And then, you know, you get cut loose in terms of being able to participate. But what really touched me was and, and was the briefing and the setup and the why behind what Rachel's doing for my friends out there. This is an opportunity for you. You know, you've always been thinking about giving back in a way. Here's a way that you can use your talent to give back and keep an eye out because the beyond project is expanding all over the U S in terms of going to these cities and doing this. So you have an opportunity to volunteer. So keep an eye out and follow this in terms of this, this whole idea of what we're doing. But when I got to Vegas, what really touched me was there was a lot of them. I think we did like almost 30. Uh, uh, just there was Vernon Francois, uh, DJ Muldoon, Ira Pope Sage, and uh, uh, great hairdressers from Seattle area that had worked with Rachel before. But we all just got there for the right reason. And that is to, you know, give back, but give back with our skills. And the briefing really touched me because you couldn't have your phone out. You couldn't answer your phone. The phone was more of a less a mechanism that they worked with. Uh, this was also, you know, permission to touch them, things like that. But I won't forget my moment was when I did this one gal and I cut her hair. And after I was done, you know, did the whole thing. And I noticed that she wouldn't look in the mirror. So I kind of turned her away from the mirror and did my work. And then I turned her back to the mirror and said, would you like to see your hair? And she said, yes. Yeah. So I turned her back to the mirror and she just got this tear coming down her eye. And uh, it just touched me. And you just can't pay enough money for that. And then she said, can I give you a hug? And this was something that, you know, you're like, wow, don't hug them, you know, that kind of thing. So that made my my day, that made my year, that made COVID, that made, you know, uh, the just the opportunity to connect with someone like that. So this this uh, Beyond Project aligns with the values of Sanvia, the brand Sanvia. It engages us as a company and it engages the hairdressers with an opportunity to intangible ways to give back. And that's why we've connected with beyond the project and we'll stay connected at the hip. That's amazing. Sam, can, can, can I throw you under the bus a little bit? 
please. Okay. So we saw Sam two days after he did the Beyond Project. We we all met in in, in the wonderful desert known as Zion National Park at, at Hair Love Retreat. But we saw Sam two days after the Beyond Project, and we saw him one day after he had just won Educator of the Year at Naha. And when and when we first met him, he didn't mention the educator of the year, he wanted to, he wanted to talk about what he got to do with the beyond project. And, and, and to me, it was like, Oh, Sam just leveled up. Right. Like, like in my eyes, like, like he didn't, that wasn't what was important about, not that that's not important, Sam, you know that, but not that that was the most important thing of the weekend. The most important thing of the weekend was sharing that tear with that person. And that, that just touched me. That touched me a bunch too, Sam. Uh, thanks for that, Corey. But this is what I'm talking about, guys. Get involved in this. You know, for my friends out there, you've got to really reach out to be on the project. And not only that, but, uh, you know, as a brand, we're donating tools, you know, use tools, things like that. As Rachel said, these are things that they need as they move out in today's world. And when you did it, you did Vegas too. correct me if I'm wrong, Sam, but when you were it was it was. It was women that were like sex trafficked or, or what, what was kind of their yeah, it was story. Thank you for asking. It was human trafficking. So it was human trafficking. I'll let Rachel dig a little bit deeper into this and share. But it was that was why we were briefed the way we were briefed. It's like, you know, the phone is a no uh, permission, things like that. And that was something that, you know, you hear about it, Corey, Tony, you hear about it, but you really don't feel it until you get involved. And then you're like, oh, my gosh. Wow. You know, this is like it, it really just just punches you in a real good positive way that you want to get more involved in it. Mm. And what's amazing uh, to me is that, you know, if you have that kind of a spirit, that kind of heart, and that's what we, we have that. And, and you just get to be around other people with that same kind of heart and that kind that same kind of passion and, and spirit. It's, just, it's, it's such a, a beautiful, beautiful moment mm-hmm. to be able to work with people that, that have that, and then, and then literally you look at the, at the lives you just, you know, that I'm not going to say you changed their lives, but you could see it. Certainly impacted their, it. Yeah. And you can see they're in their face and, and just that it's kind of like leveled up on and their just posture, you know, oh, that's they, it, right. Yeah. It was, it was like the walk out, right. It's like they walked in and everybody, and I'm sure they felt the same way we did. Like we weren't sure what we we're getting into, but when they walked out, boy, there was all the swag in the world, man. <laughs> so <laughs> Fantastic. Rachel, is that a common, is that a common, uh, 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 I don't know, uh, walkout? Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite stories is I was doing a back to school haircuts and it was a small event for foster youth. And, um, what people don't realize is they, when they leave their houses, they leave with absolutely nothing. And so the one thing that is been told to me over and over through these foster agencies is that the haircuts, the one thing they get to choose, like, that's it. Like they get clothes, they get, they get given all this other stuff, but the haircut that they could choose. So I was doing this little, I would say boy, who's probably 14, 15 and he wouldn't look up. He wouldn't barely talk to me. I just, you know, I kind of was like, are you excited for the school year? Kind of just these regular questions. And he got done and I showed him his haircut, same thing. And he just sat up. And then the woman from the agency, he went into the other room cause they were dressed. He got to pick out a few outfits for school and she comes over. She goes, he can't stop looking at himself. Like, and this was a guy that like, he just kept like, kind of like eyeing himself in the mirror. And it's just 
watching hit someone get fulfilled in that way. That's been stripped of so many things. Like that's what we're looking at is the individuals we're serving the agencies that we're connecting with are transitional living houses, foster youth, um, women coming out of human trafficking. When a woman has come out of human trafficking, they have been forced to look and feel and act a certain way based on um, the person that was controlling them. And so when they have an opportunity to really say, this is what I, who I am, this is what I want to look like. And then you get the opportunity and the privilege to give that to them. I mean, there's nothing to give someone a piece of their identity back, like, because they can look at themselves in the mirror. I mean, there's not, there's nothing better in the world. There, there isn't. I mean, at, at the end of the day, there's just to let someone be able to walk out of that room in that day. And in our long-term goals as the beyond project is to continually serve these agencies. It's not a once a month thing. It's a, the Las Vegas thing is restarting our first date back there. Um, Sam is going to be um, November for anyone listening that wants to be involved going to be the third Friday of every month. And that's where Las Vegas is going to, they're kicking off. So these are not one-time events. There's, that's so great. We are going to, we continue to partner every single month or quarter, depending on the, what we can do with the agency and say that we're going to bring teams of hairstyles. And even if they're different every month and we bring in makeup artists, we also, we're including all the the beauty industry, it's barbers, it's every single estheticians. Like when we were, there was an estheticians out in Chicago who've been on our teams for a few years and they're working with foster parents and they were giving them many facials. Like, I mean, there's so many opportunities to get involved and oh yeah, nails. Thank you, Sam. (laughs) Yeah. Nails. Um, there's, there's just giving someone a piece of themselves back through being able to look at themselves and say, I'm, I'm worth it. I'm, I'm worth it. And Sam got to give this woman her first haircut in her entire life. And she had been alive several decades. Like she, that was so powerful. Like no one knew she hadn't had a haircut. She'd either had it done herself or someone else had done it for her. And Sam got to, he found out later that that was her first haircut. I, well, then I stand corrected because I said he did two first haircuts. He did the two kids. Yeah. He did the kid at BTC. He did the, <laughs> he did the kid in Orlando. And then, you know, th- this woman was just a couple decades older than, than those. Hey, kids. But you know, something about kids, I guess. I don't know what it is since I had my son, Mateo. Uh, speaking of Mateo, an interesting story that if you don't mind my sharing, Rachel, is uh, her nephew. Is your son. Yeah, yeah. Mateo is my son. Thank you for that, Corey, for those of my friends out there. But Mateo, in in the Bible, it means God's gift. And he's definitely a miracle child. You know, one day I'll share the story. And then uh, it means uh, Matthew in Spanish. And then when uh, uh, Rachel shared the story with me about her nephew, Matthew, it just touched me in another way. But this is why, you know, you know, the universe gives you what it gives you when it's supposed to give it to you. And we connected, but we connected in a way, you know, even more so with that story. But the uh, the one thing that really connected me with Beyond Project was the intention, the intentions and the purpose. And that's one reason why we really said, OK, we want to get really locked in with this with this project. Mm. I, listen, I, I well, know. if you ever wanted to bring Mateo, I got a babysitter. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. I know. And you're a good babysitter, right, Tony? Maybe yeah. even better than Corey. No, <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm saying I'll bring Corey. <laughs> I'll take that job any old day. I promise. Right. Watch out what you say, buddy. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and I, and those kids were just, I, I don't know, dude, I get emotional thinking about the kids that were there, you know, you know, from, from, from this old guy, it's like, it was kids, you know, with having their own kids there. And, 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 and it was kind of cool to, to, to be able to just, it, it was also cool to be able to give the moms the time to be themselves, you know, cause we were able to kind of like, not just us, but uh, the people that worked there as well, they were able to kind of like watch the, the babies that were there and they could just sit and, and, and be, they could just sit and be. And, and, and that was really, that was really nice. Rich, I want to, you were talking about the young guy that you cut and, and, and how, you know, he, he just kept looking at himself in the mirror. You know, we had a similar experience there. Again, it was another guy. Um, but when Laura Reed cut that young man's hair, like when he got into the chair, when he got into the chair, he was kind of like bent over and kind of like he didn't he didn't really know what to expect and like you could see like he was his insecurity was living in front of him but then you kind of you you watch that role reversal as the haircut came and, and when when she put that mirror in front of his house man in front of his face like he just gleamed you know like the, the smile he was trying to fight the smile because he was trying to be a little hard but like that smile just kind of like came through and and it was it was pretty amazing to watch and, and and for me that was the moment because she finished before most of us that was the moment that i was like oh i get it like I get what this is, and I and I get how how you can impact one. Which is great because you see, like as each one was being finished, the, the, they were gathering in the back of the room, and you could see the smile and the conversations and the excitement, and uh, you know everybody was kind of showing off their new look. It was just it was so cool. Yeah, yeah. I think that what's cool is the energy and the connections that take place, but the energy that you get. When you walk away, I mean, you know how you have good days in the salon or you did this great haircut and you're like, whoa, that haircut made my day. I mean, this just getting involved in this makes your day. But uh, one of the things I'd love uh, is that really touched me, Rachel, was Vernon Francois. You talk about connections and you talk about, Corey, you said parents. Uh, Rachel, the story about Vernon and Francois and what he did and the time he took was incredible. And I'll allow Rachel to share that. Yeah, that was I was so powerful. I, <laughs> uh, I had leaned over to him. So I'll give a background real quick. So, um, Lisa Barnes, Captain Lisa Barnes from Salvation Army and her husband, she, they run the Salvation Army of North Las Vegas. And she herself came out of 40 foster homes and she has quite the story. She works to, um, with another organization called brave to help foster youth, but, so I know her daughter doesn't get professional haircuts because they work for the Salvation Army and they work so hard, um, you know, for our communities. And so her daughter, who's got just beautiful, curly, coily hair, which is Vernon's uh, specialty. I leaned over to him. She'd asked me a month before. I was like, do you know anyone in Vegas that can do my daughter's hair? And I said, you know, I don't, but I, we will when we come. And so I leaned over him at the end and I said, would you, would you consider doing Lisa's daughter hair? Like she really would love this. So then he, she brought her and he spent, I mean, an, at least 30 mm-hmm. minutes doing full consultation with her. Like it was nothing was more important to in the world to him. And then, I mean, she's about, I think I want to say 11 or 12 and going through her curls, what she wants, all the things, and then teaching, he cut it and then teaching Lisa how to do it with her, teaching her how to like grow into her hair and, and really take care of those curly, beautiful, um, things she has. And she got done and 
she looks at her mom and she was like, this is the best day of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh yeah. And she goes, it was better than Disneyland. Wow. <laughs> like, that's that's powerful. Powerful. Pretty, yeah. That's powerful. Wow. Wow. And Vernon at one point, his, his agent, he was getting a hold of him for, he was just doing um, hair for the Avengers movie the day before he took out his earpiece because he was like, I need to focus on her. And his, he, everything in him was for, to uplift and empower. This is the words we use is empower and inspire. And it's like really empowering someone's life, not only just like for teaching them how to take care of their hair. It's not about just like doing it and then leaving. It's really like, how can we teach you to do this so that every day you can recreate this and feel empowered, you know? And so Vernon, I mean, he was, we were there. I mean, he was there with her for two hours. Mm. (laughs) It was beautiful. So shout out to Vernon, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we've, we've talked about, you know, the, the lives that, that have been impacted. We've talked about the hairdressers that, that get involved, but you get to have these conversations with these agencies or these, these groups. What are, what are, like, what are the conversations before? And then what are the conversations after with these groups? I mean, every time I call them, they're like, we've been looking for this for years. We've been trying to get this for years or, you know, we had hairdressers come in here and then they, you know, they stopped coming. Um, and it's this, you have no idea what we watch the people in our agency feel this way. Like every time you leave, there's one agency we started in Seattle and we've been with this homeless youth shelter for five years and they, the kids know who we are. They know the teams. They don't, you know, even if it's a different, mostly different teams every month, whatever that means, they know someone's showing up to be there for them. And they count on that. And I think the agencies, they're like, we're so grateful that there's this consistency. And tomorrow we'll be at um, uh, another one, like a, it's called Hope Place, which is a uh, union gospel mission for, of Seattle. And they work with the women and children in transitional living and they have the graduation. We've been doing that for four years as well. And the teams will go in and do makeup for the women. They do their hair. It's a whole thing. And it's like, they're like, it's the gratitude of the agency saying, this is something that you can't give that you like, again, it's just like, they need this for as a part of their transitional living situation. So. Rachel. So when, and, and, and where I'm wrong, I want you to correct me. Um, so when we, when we were doing this, when we decided first off, Sam, thank you very much for inviting us to participate in, in, in Orlando. We honestly, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you. Um, we, whatever it just thanks um and then so when we went to orlando like you found like beyond project found the shelter that we would that, that we would use so so that's kind of what you guys do right like you find where do people need help and how can we place people so if i'm a salon owner in let's say dallas or if i'm a salon owner in maryland or, or if i'm a salon owner can i get in touch with you and then it, it, your position is that, Hey, let's help. Let, let, let's see where, where, where we can find a shelter. Is, is that kind yeah. of what works? Yep. That's exactly what we do. So the idea is that we create ease for volunteerism, you know, 
we know people want to give back, but it it's really stressful for hairstylists who are behind the chair working day to, you know, day and out. So what we do is we go approach a nonprofit, we call them, we say, this is what we do. We want to create consistent events with you. Um, and then we go into, we create a partnership agreement form. Like we're a full functioning 501c3 nonprofit. And um, we have an agreement form that's signed saying that they're going to do this. We'll do this. And then if there's any challenges in between um, after events, we come and come up with solutions. Um, if there's volunteers that may not have been trained properly to do what they need to be doing, as in more working with the like the people that are in their systems, how do we train them more properly? Um, and so we go in and find these agencies in all different cities. Yeah. And, you know, to be honest, it's been, I mean, we've had over 50 nonprofit partners at this point, um, from Chicago to, um, now Orlando, Las Vegas, Seattle, Los Angeles. Um, and mostly all of them operate the same. And I just talked to someone in Kentucky because of someone I met in Orlando. So I'm working on partnerships across the United States now and we send them everything. Then they come back and then we set up an event and we just, we just get it going. It's, it's that simple. And then we make sure that they set up tables there. We set up the, you know, we need our tools plugged in, all that stuff. We make sure that all that's happening and that we're following again, have to follow all state regulations. Also, yeah, just our long-term goal is to, if we need to bring them in the salons, instead of being, we know certain shelters, you can't get those kids out, but, or the anyone individuals, but some of them you can, and being able to also give someone a salon experience where we've done that before. I've had DSHS uh, contact us and a guy had a uh, interview and he, they said, do you have someone in this area that could cut his hair? And so I connected with a salon in that area and they just took him and they cut his hair that day. So he, had a, he could get a job or, you know, do a job interview the next day. I mean, long term, we're growing our infrastructure in a way that's technology based. And that would be very fast funneling of like one agency to the next. So if a hairstylist was like, hey, I want to get back. And we just put them in their geo area. And then we get a message coming in saying, there's this person going in for an interview this week. Is anyone available to bring them into their, you know, and, and with those agencies, they also protect on both levels. They want to protect the person coming in and then they want to protect the salon. Um, so there's, there's just so many things that we help um, navigate uh, so that it makes it super simple. For those for those hairdressers, salon owners, or or whatever that that do have that spirit, but they can't, you know, say there's nothing in in their area, or or they can't participate physically. Is there a way that they can uh, maybe monetarily donate, or how do how how can they give back that way? So, uh, and and how does that work? Yeah. So we are just now onboarding a new system of giving. And one of our challenges that we're going to be coming up with, and Sam's going to be a part of it <laughs> is, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to try and even get clients involved. I mean, the whole thing is, is I've spoken in front of Rotary Club. So we're like, well, what, how does, how can I give, you know? And I'm like, well, you could donate $10 a month for the next year. You know, you could, you could be a part of this by being a part of like the whole thing is like, you're getting a haircut right now. What if you had the opportunity to give someone else a haircut? So it's not just our industry. Like we want to, you know, expand into saying these clients have an opportunity to give back just like they would to breast cancer awareness or any of the things that are really important in our communities. It, you know, we'll, 
well, sitting, you're sitting at a chair saying, Hey, put a cling sticker on your mirror. That's like a little QR code for the beyond project. And you have your client like learn about us and get involved as well. So it's, you know, it's not even just getting the salons involved it's getting the people in the salons involved, you know? I love that. I, I could definitely see like a little card or a little window stickers with the, with the, the beyond project uh, QR code yeah. and my client can just click, you know, see it and read it and, and right there, right in their chair to, to, to donate. I, I love I'm gonna that. Put one. I'm going to put one on my luggage. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. Love it. I got hair hair industry on my luggage. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> if you see a hair industry sticker, it might be Sam's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think the, uh, the 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 Beyond Project QR code is much more important than a silly hair industry sticker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no doubt. Uh, Rachel, definitely gotta send us those clings. Um, and I'll, yeah. uh, we'll, we'll make sure that people in our salon get them as well. Um, so Rachel, I I kind of wanna. Like there's, there, there, there's different rules, right? So what are some of the rules? Like when you enter like the room, you know, like, like between the agencies, like, like Sam was talking about, like not bringing your cell phone in and stuff like that. What, what, what are the differences in the rules and what are some of the, uh, the basic rules? Yeah. Um, I think they're just, they're very different and by the different populations we serve for sure. Um, I'm trying to think of like the basic things that go into it, but yeah, I mean, like so you have to remember, no cell phones is that is that yeah, a general one? Yeah. And, and yeah so you have to remember that people a lot of people in agencies are coming out of trauma and that's trauma triggers and so that's where you got to start so yes so for people that have been um human trafficked or come out of domestic violence cell phones can be a trigger for them because um they think that someone's listening to them through those cell phones they think that someone's trying to entrap them um if they talked about something that they weren't supposed to or whatever that means and so yeah so the we've had an incident where one of the girls who um put her cell phone in her back pocket during one of the events that was worked specifically with women coming out of trafficking she in the middle of the haircut realized it and the girl wouldn't let her finish her haircut Mm. Um, it was that much of a trigger for her and, you know, and that's really specific to agencies, other things to be, you know, paying attention to is touch. As we know, we touch our, our clients and that's what Sam was talking about was, you know, just like a a physician is in a dentist, like you ask them, can I touch your shoulder? Can I, I'm doing this just so they're aware, like people that have come from really violent, um, situations, they touch is going to be it's going to feel uncomfortable and it's going to feel um, violating. And so it's just saying, Hey, I'm going to touch your head. I'm starting the process. So those things are really basic. Also, you know, sometimes people, they have a hard time looking you in the eye. Uh, Conversations are a huge thing. You know, as a, as a hairstylist, we've learned conversations. Like you get behind the chair, you start, how's your life? How's this? How's that? Um, you can't ask those same questions because you, you really are asking questions that could trigger someone. And so questions similar to, you know, um, tell me about like what you enjoy doing, you know? And so it's just like, it's making it so broad that it could be like, I enjoy walking to the park, you know, so that it doesn't like, you can't really, you don't even want to really ask about their family because you don't know if they're in that circumstance because someone in their family harmed them. And then they're living in the shelter because of that circumstance. And so like, that's very common for homeless youth. I would say 
uh, I mean, percentage wise, I would say 50% of the kids coming out of it that are living, experiencing homelessness are coming out of the foster care system. Um, and then you also are dealing with kids that leave their homes. Uh, a lot of LGBT youth are, um, homeless because of, uh, their families are not allowing them to live in their homes. So there's just, there's a lot of different reasons. And so you, you, it's just, it's just things that you don't think about as a person, because behind the chair, your, your clients tell you everything in the world. So, <laughs> so as, as a stylist, when we come to these events, do you guys provide the tools or do we bring our tools? Yeah. So we, we ask people to provide their tools. Um, if they're doing it regularly, we have had, we've been given them tools, um, over the years we've had, uh, like walls donated, um, uh, like a handful of things for our regular ones. Actually, I'm going to be sending some to Laura because I know she's out there often. So the people that are in like in our lead volunteer positions, we do, we have been working to get either donated tools or we will buy them kits. Um, and so one of the, like, that's one of the things that people could donate to as well. Like, I mean, as in monetarily so that we can get stuff to the um, tools to our, cause we don't also recognize that if they're using them on a regular basis in the community, they could, they, we don't want them wearing out the tools that they have and behind the chair as well. So I think it's just a matter of our, our long-term goals, but yes. So bring your own tools. Um, we do try and provide, uh, on our end, um, towels, capes and, um, like barbicide, just the basics of sanitation for our, our teams, because we know that that's really obviously the one of the most important things is keeping everyone clean and safe, especially obviously heightened because of um, COVID. We want to keep everyone as safe as possible. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I know that. Um, I know when we talked to Laura on the podcast, one of her big challenges was um, actually um, getting product. You know, getting product for 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 her her clientele. Um, so, listen, I'm going to put the I'm going to put the the, the pressure on the brands. If any brands are listening or if you're with any brands, you know, please help support beyond project. And even if it's, you know, it's the wet product that you give away, it shows all the time. I mean, they can, they, they, they can really go, go to good use, you know, and, and I don't know how all those rules work as far as like if products get old or whatever, but, but, but there's a place for it. I know beyond project can use, it. I know Laura can use it. I know Laura can use, um, you know, products, um, for, for her clientele. Um, so yeah, have you gotten, have you gotten some brand support, Rachel? And be honest. Yeah, no, um, over the years, we've definitely gotten, uh, brand support. Yes. Uh, uh, I'm going to say, I want to believe Kenra has donated. Uh, we got thrive cosmetics. This is one of my favorite things that I know this is outside of the hair industry, but, uh, someone was like, yeah, we're going to get thrive cosmetics involved. And so all of a sudden, um, they told me, I told them how much we needed for a year. They, sent me this shipment and I I'd shipped it. This is a funny story about my, I had been storing stuff at my parents cause they have a huge area to store stuff. And I was like, Oh dad, there's a couple boxes coming. Let you know, I would have come and pick like help do it. If I had known they sent me a semi truck showed up and they, they sent two pallets of makeup and wow. it was like, my parents live on this private road that you can't get a truck down. And so they literally had to like, my dad had to take his Tahoe and take trips down. And he was so oh, mad no at me. And I was like, uh, mm -hmm. 
they told me they were, they didn't send me a manifest. And this is the, and what was funny was, so it was actually, um, it was over a half a million dollars in makeup. And I, I, it was, I mean, I was just so overwhelmed by that. Um, that was like a, I'd been praying for that and funding to hire a team and we got it in makeup. And I was like, I see what you're doing, God, but I'm, I, I need to up that. So, um, <laughs> you know, and so I just, I, I do think it's like, I've been so my gratitude to Samvia and to their company for showing up and providing tools and being involved in this, um, you know, shampoos and conditioners, we need those products. We need brands to come in and say, Hey, so that when we're distributing, um, Sam also gave us, um, they were ready to, uh, they had Redken products that they were, were, were releasing. And so we, we took those and we sent them to the foster care agency and they actually sent them out in, um, gift boxes to it's similar to like a subscription box, but foster kids leave with nothing. And so they sent them out in subscription boxes, um, as a part of their kit. So, I mean, just stuff like that. It's like any brand can get involved in saying, and there's, there's so much need that it's like, come in, join the, join the, the crowd and get, get involved. So yeah, there's so many hairstylists like Laura giving back to, and they need more resources and we want to get those to them and we want them to not be doing it alone either. So. Yeah. And, and, and Rachel, just to clarify. So, I mean, Laura works by herself um, doing haircuts on the weekends for yeah. like either homeless or, or she works yeah. in shelters as well. So you're also in support of the individuals too. It doesn't have to be a big salon. It doesn't have to be in a shelter. No. You're also supporting them as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's every single person that is, um, you know, getting involved and, you know, we, you do hear of these one-off individuals like Laura that need support because, and also we, you know, we can take the donation in as a, you know, we give them, um, the companies an in-kind gift, um, donation. And then we, we can write it off for anybody, you know, like that's our whole thing is like, we're here to be this place where, a company can say, Hey, we have all this product. We want to um, donate this year. There's a lot of B Corps as well. So the B Corps are really, they have to give away a certain amount every year. So there's, it's, it's just who, who needs it? Who needs it? Hey, Sam. So as we wind down here, do you have any parting words? Uh, no, I just want uh, my friends out there to really uh, perk up. Uh, if you've got the time and you feel like the time is now, this is an awesome project to get involved with. And it's anywhere. You don't have to get on an airplane and go somewhere. Wait until it comes in your area, and then you can really show up and, and give back. So the Beyond Project is something that we're definitely, definitely, as I said, we're definitely um, 100% behind the project, and we're hooked at the hip, and we're going to do everything we can to continue to support them. Awesome. So Rachel, if, uh, once again, if people, uh, want to find the beyond project, like what are the, what's the right way to get in touch with, uh, with that? Uh, go to www.thebeyondproject.org. So the beyondproject.org and then, uh, socials are, um, the beyond project on Instagram, beyond project on uh, Facebook as well. So yeah, we're, we're just excited to expand and help our industry use their talents and empower lives throughout our country. Well, I think for the last, I I think for the last 30 years, we've been waiting for you and we've been waiting for the beyond project. And, and, and it seems like, you know, every salon I've ever been, been with, 
has wanted to do something, you know, but sometimes we, we, we feel like we don't know what to do, you know, or how to do it or, or whatever. So thank you very, very much for, for taking that, um, taking that on. Um, and to, uh, just to clarify, it's the beyond project. So like yeah. if you go to Instagram or if you go to, you know, wherever it's the beyond project, Rachel, how, Thank you so much. Thanks for thanks for everything that you're doing for the industry. And 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 Sam, once again, thank you for inviting us and and, and, and you know dragging us along to uh, in in Orlando. And thank you guys very very much for joining us on your day off. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, share it with friends. Give us a rating and drop a review. To listen to all the latest podcasts, please subscribe from your favorite podcast outlet. And to stay connected on and off the show, you can follow us at Hair Street on Instagram and all other social media platforms. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time. Peace and love.